0: Okay, Resetters, welcome to the Resetter Podcast, and I have a treat for you on this episode. So I dove into what it looks like to do a heavy metal detox with one of my patients, Rachel Galloway. And the reason I wanted to bring Rachel's story to you is because she has been looking and using and implementing heavy metal detox to help her thyroid problems, and it has truly been miraculous. And once she understood the principles of how detox worked, what she decided to do is turn around and look at could heavy metal detox also help her teenage daughters. So on this episode, we actually, you will hear Rachel's journey, what why uh, heavy metal detoxing really improved her overall thyroid health and her overall health. And then we also had the pleasure of talking to her teenage daughter who actually is not so teenage, 19, 20 years old, and how heavy metal detoxing really helped with her anxiety and um, self-confidence and mental clarity. So it's a really cool interview if you want to get a a deeper perspective of how how heavy metal detoxing um, can really transform um, someone's health, but also how it can transform a family's health. So this was such a cool interview and it is, uh, you know, really, I I worked so closely with Rachel um, for many years that it is just such an honor for me to bring her to you guys and for you to get to hear her story. So um, as always, I hope it helps.
1: You put your whole self in, you take the excuses out, you let autophagy
2: win, while stem cells grow and sprout. Cleanse, detoxing, gut build, balance hormones up yourself out. That's what resetting is all about.
0: When you're in the middle of a fast, do you ever hit a wall and then you really start to struggle? Like I I know this happens to me sometimes. Like I'm going along, I'm feeling really good, and then bam. All of a sudden, I'm out of energy, I'm starving, and it's like my brain is turned off. So check this out. If that's happened to you, there's a really good chance you're running low on minerals. Fasting makes your mitochondria produce more energy. It speeds up fat burning. It helps you make more ketones so your brain is really sharp. But the part of fasting that we don't talk enough about is that those benefits often come at an expense to your body. So... You got to look at your body doing the right thing at the right time always. And when you hit that crash, it's a large chance that your body has had to use a ton of minerals to be able to supercharge you in the fasted state. And if your minerals are already low, you can end up depleted. So that is why I love B Minerals. They make a full spectrum mineral supplement that is perfect for fasting it's in a liquid form. It, it literally tastes like water. You just have to take a shot halfway through your fast and you can keep going a whole lot longer without the hunger and the fatigue. So if you wanna experience this, if you wanna try it in your fasting window and see what kind of results you get, just go on over to beaminerals.com and enter the code Mindy for 20% off. And as always, let me know how it works for you. I'm really excited to bring this information to you all because you deserve to thrive in your fasted state. Is Dr. Mindy here, and I have brought you a lot of guests over the last year. I've interviewed a lot of people on Resetter TV, and I have to say that these next two may be the most near and dear to my heart because of the journey we've been on together. So. Let me start off by just welcoming Rachel and Rosemary Galloway and uh, I'll tell you a little more about them, but let's start off by just welcoming you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. This is so cool. It's exciting. It's fun. It's really fun. And it's really fun to share your story because... Um, Rachel and I have been on a journey together and, (laughs) um, what I, what I love is that once Rachel became educated on toxicity and how to detox properly, you really turned around and, uh, looked at your daughters and what, like, how can I detox them? So why don't we start off with this to, and to give you guys a little bit of a background, Rachel, you and I have been working together. How long Almost two years. Two years. Yeah, yeah. it's been that long. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I know. Man, I know. I had yeah. that this this morning. I was like, "Oh, it's been like a year." You know? No, like, that's what I here. was thinking. Yeah, it's pretty funny how that works. So, I know. So you originally, this is my memory of it. And then Rachel, you you tell me your memory of it. But my memory was you really hit a wall with trying to solve your thyroid problems. And that's how you found me and the detox work we were doing. Is, is that right yes. is that was that? Yes. Yeah, so basically, I mean, I grew up really healthy and
2: my mom fed us extremely healthy, home-cooked meals every day. So we never struggled with... Poor eating habits or or anything like that. So after I got married and came to California, it was my pregnancy when I was 26 years old that basically um, my health just immediately began to decline. It was, it was pretty immediate. And it was the pregnancy with Rosemary right here,
0: who is now 19. Oh (laughs) oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) All the sense. And we'll talk about this in a moment. I don't mean to interrupt you, but, but um, it's times of hormonal change that toxins reveal themselves and pregnancy is one of them.
2: Yeah. So it was, it was a pretty traumatic pregnancy. I had put on 60 pounds very quickly. And this is coming from a very small fit, you know a uh, place in my in my physique um and then i developed severe cystic acne depression um lethargy i just didn't i had no motivation to do anything in life so, and it was pretty it was pretty traumatic because this is coming from an opposite place of i'm um, you know i'm a doer i like to get things done i like to be out in the world with people and it, and i just stopped um, so That and and the result of whatever was going on in my body, it completely shut down my thyroid. So my thyroid was no longer working properly.
0: This was was post-pregnancy, so this continued on after the pregnancy. Yeah, so we didn't even find
2: out that my thyroid stopped working for a couple years um, because none of my doctors tested my thyroid function. And it was only until my my sister-in-law recommended, she's like, you know what, Rachel, you should really get your thyroid tested. And when I finally did, and I I basically said, please test my thyroid, even though they were like, yeah, you don't need to, you're fine. Um, It was basically there was zero function. So that kind of started my process of going to doctor to doctor to doctor, um, putting me on different thyroid medications. And it started out on Synthroid, which is the common medication that my body rejected because it was a synthetic and it wasn't working for my body. So the result of that was just giving me more and more medication and um, which you know, going down the rabbit hole was not working. In the meantime, I'm getting more depressed. I'm gaining more weight. Like there was nothing I could do. And in the meantime, on the the other side of this, I'm eating as well as I can. I'm trying to exercise in the midst of depression and, you know, anxiety and my body not working. Like I'm trying all the things, counting Mm -hmm. the calories, doing the exercises. And yet, my body just was fighting me and I just yep. kept gaining more and more and more weight. And then you start to internalize and you're like, it's my fault. So, yeah. but yes. this, is a, this is a rabbit hole that happened for 18 years. Yeah. Went long time. Oh my long God. Time. Yeah. It was and, hard and you, to watch. And, yeah, yeah. You want to share some of that of what you saw as yeah, a child? It was, <laughs> it was a
1: lot of going into doctor's offices and just sitting in the waiting room and seeing my mom come back drained. Cause she just, like, got her blood taken, like, all the time. This was constant. We'd always, like, she'd pick us up from school and right away would need a five-hour nap. Yeah. Um, It was, <laughs> it was really hard because anytime we'd, like, need mom, she's sleeping, she's yeah. tired, she's sick, she's not doing well mentally, and it was really hard to, to witness her trying so hard, so many diets, so many exercise routines. She did everything, and we were all so confused on why she wasn't getting healthy because she was doing all the right things, going to the doctors, like taking the medicines as she was supposed to. Like we'd have to give you shots in your thighs sometimes. Mm-hmm. The be the shots. And that was really wow. for energy. It yeah, was huh. really like scary because everyone hates shots. Like she hated <laughs> but, yeah, them yeah, like having that. to do
0: them to her. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah It's funny. It's funny because as you're describing that person, I don't, I don't, I mean, that's not the person no, I know, Rachel, I'm to be completely like, <laughs> like,
2: different. I'm like, so wow,
0: different. did I miss that person? I think I may have caught you at the brink of just, yeah. we're <laughs> done, but I'm like, I never met that person. No. So, yeah, really interesting. And, you know, a, a point that I really want our listeners to understand is that there is this misbelief that you can solve everything with lifestyle. And although lifestyle is really important, Many times you're going to have to do more and dive into detox, which is what we did with you. And it's at that moment where you start to think you're going crazy because you're like, I'm eating well. I'm doing everything that like textbook says I'm supposed to do. Right. But I feel like crap. Like, why do I feel so bad? And that's where toxicity is an issue. So, yeah. So, okay. So where, so take us to, I know you were in and out of, of doctors. Um, Yes. You you finally went before me, you actually went to a doctor who discovered your heavy metal load. Yes. So I basically fired my current doctor
2: after just going back and forth once again with medication, because I'm sure there's other people out there where you go to the doctor and you just they're, you're you're their guinea pig, um, and that what that's what was happening with me, where like my my test result, my thyroid test results were not lining up with the textbook results that they've been taught in the thyroid dosing that they need to give. So my thyroid hormone has always been suppressed, but. If your thyroid is suppressed, doctors are taught that you need to lower your thyroid hormone. However, my body actually needed more thyroid hormone, so every time they would lower it, I would gain another 10 pounds in a month. And it's just like it, it was this crazy constant making. thing. And then, you know, within a couple of weeks, because it takes a little bit of time for thyroid to come in and out of your body. In a couple of weeks, once again, I'd be, you know, back in bed, not able to get out of bed for a couple of hours. And I'd be calling my doctor saying, please, I need more, not less. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And it was this back and forth. And finally I was like, All right, this is not working. Done. So I I talked to my husband. He was so supportive. And I went to um This naturopath doctor a little north from us who was cash only, super expensive, but we were so fed up. I'm like, I need, I need something, I need answers. And I went in there and within a couple months, he found out that I had an extremely heavy uh lead load. So uh toxicity in the form of lead in my body. Yeah. And so what he wanted to do because it like my levels were very dangerous. Um, he wanted to do IV chelation on mm-hmm. me, which I didn't even know exactly what that was. I mean, I you all this, about
1: ha- Uncle Keith? no,
2: oh. okay. so <laughs> so um, I started to do research. And uh, w- when he said to me, We need to do this, it'll force the metals out of your body, and then that way you'll get well. I didn't have any um, knowledge behind that, but I had a bad gut feeling Mm -hmm. and I, I couldn't explain it, but I was just like, no, I don't feel good about this. Um, And I didn't know why. So I went home and actually I took the whole summer. I went back East to visit my family and I just did a lot of studying. And, um, actually my sister-in-law, Erin had, me listen to Wellness Mama podcast. And she was like, oh, someone's on there talking about thyroid. I think you would enjoy it. So I listened and I, I really liked Katie Wells. And so, so I kept listening and it was only maybe two episodes later, you came on. And I don't even remember
0: what you talked about. I don't even know if it we was do, necessarily- I generational toxicity, which, oh. is, it, which is your whole family, right? Like what I talked about was like exactly what you, what you guys are all going through. So oh my, Well, whatever it was, it
2: completely like went right inside me. And I was just like, oh, I have to, I have to contact Dr. Mindy. I, and I just knew, I was like, she can help me. And um, so when I came back to San Diego, I called the office and, and then that's, you know, that, yep. was, that the the of of was the, yeah. that was the yeah. start of the journey. That was the start of the journey.
0: So, And one thing I want to point out, because that naturopath did a great job testing you. Yes. One of the big concerns that I had when I first chatted with you was that he just wanted to start pulling the metals out. Yeah. And I think we'll even see this a little bit in Rosemary's story. Like, you don't just start detoxing metals. There is a very specific process that you want to go through. And you want somebody to guide you through it. It's not as simple as just taking a supplement and pushing it all out. So t- talk a little bit about, I mean, you've been detoxing now year and a half? Year and a half, yeah. Talk yeah, about, yeah, what has, what's your experience been um, as you've got moved through this? And then we'll, we'll dive into what you discovered about your girls. Okay. Um, yeah. So actually it was really, really good not to do the IV
2: chelation for a lot of reasons, but when you and I started, um, digging deeper into testing, especially with the Dutch tests, we found out that I am a poor methylator Mm -hmm. and I have several, you know, genetic mutations that make it very hard to methylate and therefore detox stuff out of my body. Basically, detoxing out of your yeah, body. Yeah, it's a fancy
0: methylation, yeah. and that's actually pretty good. <laughs> that's a good point because our our listeners may not know that either. Is methylation is just a fancy term for how the cell, how well can the cells detoxify? and yeah, okay. people who have like an mthfr gene that became really fad for a while yep. um they know they're poor methylators other people discover it through like dutch test but what it means is you are going to hold on to those toxins more than the somebody who's a good methylator yeah so
2: yeah so um when we started the detoxification program, I normally people will go through prep phase for about a month and that gets your body ready to be able to detox the metals, which makes so much sense. Um, if you were doing the IV chelation, you're just when, trying to force metals them. out of your body. Yeah. And in my case, they wouldn't have been able to come out, yeah. which means we would be pulling them out of my bone and tissue, but now they'd be swirling around and causing more damage. Um, so, but at the end of the day, I ended up needing to be on prep phase. It was at least three months. It might've been three and a half months to be able to get my body to be able to detox the metals.
0: Yeah. Um, and I, I want to stop there for one second because we just started a new group of detoxers today and Rachel was on that call. And it, this, if you're detoxing and you're struggling with detox, it may be that you didn't open up your pathways enough. You haven't supported the liver, the kidney, the gut. And so whatever program you're on, if you're struggling, you need to stay in that prep phase. We've kept people months, I mean, th- six months, eight months. Yeah. I have people, we go back to prep because that's such a crucial missed step of detoxing. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: I was on for about three and a half months and then I moved over to the body phase. And the body phase is when you start to pull the metals actually out of your body. And so I was in the body phase for probably four or five months and okay. it was. I'm not gonna lie. It's yeah, I was gonna say word.
0: Where, yeah, where's the part
2: where? You, was tough? <laughs> well, the whole part was tough for me. Actually, I, I feel like I I was one of those very difficult candidates. I had a lot of my my body's like no. You were I don't definitely want to get an extreme. You were definitely an extreme detox for sure. <laughs> definitely. So basically, body was very difficult. Um, I had a lot of lethargy. Um. Anger, actually, I'm not really an angry person. And as we were pulling the lead out, I would just have these bursts of anger and, you know, it would go towards my children or my husband. And basically my result, like what I needed to do for that was I'm going to my room, I'm shutting the door and I'm going to go in bed and I'm going to warn people she yeah. does mom's dog don't come,
0: don't come in, in. Don't, don't come in. <laughs> yeah this is why we coach people through it you know yeah. this is why we don't just throw supplements at you and some videos and say good luck we actually coach you through it so yeah and it so was really important. important yeah because as I was
2: struggling with things Dr. Mindy and Jessica would switch up my protocol um to make it easier because you don't need to suffer no while you you're going through the detox agreed
0: agreed uh, absolutely agree yeah but then but then there was a turning point in in the brain phase, and I, I remember getting a message from you, and you were like, "Oh my god!" Yes, I remember this woman. Like, and and that's how all of us that go through detox, it's like you've been reunited with a friend that you n- forgot you didn't yeah. know. Yeah, so it's talk, so weird. It's really weird. Like your brain starts working in a way that you go is familiar and you go, Oh, I remember yeah. I was this happy. I remember I had this great mental clarity. So, crazy. so it's really crazy. So talk a little bit about that. Cause we did, we did get you to a good place. Yeah. It was
2: funny. Cause I was struggling so much on body that finally we we're like, all right, we're moving on to brain. <laughs> yeah. So, and I feel like I was on brain for a while, um, maybe even four or five months. And that was pretty difficult as well. But like you said, near the end, something just kind of clicked and it wasn't just, oh, it clicked over. And now that's where I'm at forever. It clicked over maybe for like two days, mm. but it was so dramatic where I just felt, I don't know. I, I just felt like like my eyes were clear and I was able to tap into this joy and hope wow. in seeing that person who I am. You know what I'm saying? That I couldn't access. And I was yeah. able finally to tap into that person. And um, it was amazing. So when I kind of went back into the difficulties, again, the physical difficulties of, of pulling this stuff out, and believe me, you know, you're pulling it out because yeah. you're kind of stinky. <laughs> yeah, no, you have you a can you like have smell yeah. it on your skin. It's yeah. the weirdest taste, you can thing. Taste it you mouth. can taste it in your mouth. It was my eyes.
1: Like my eyes would oh, yeah. get... I oh contacts, yeah. So yeah. my eyes would like dry out and get like red and like sore, which was yep. so weird. And so I would just like be in class, and then my eyes would start like not focusing anymore. And I'm like, please work. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they,
0: it comes out every orifice, right? So, yeah. and sure. you know, to 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 your point is like this is why we take people through it in a very specific process because the yeah. the end result is life changing. And you'll hear with rosemary as well. Is. It's like But you got to do it properly so that it works the way that you and and we got to educate you on it. It's not my goal is that we shouldn't be dependent upon any doctor. We should have enough information that we can now detox for the rest of our life. And before we move on to your girls, what was it? Because you've had some incredible, other than the joy, you've lost weight, energy. Like, give us a rundown of how you're different now because of the detox. So different.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like overall, just my whole being, I'm, I'm I'm a different person in that I am my real self again okay. you know um my my natural well-being is is i'm actually a pretty positive person um i love to give to people i love to encourage i love to lift people up i love to get things done you know my husband we kind of laugh at each other because if you give me a task i will do it and do it really well, but he'll have like 50 tasks and he's just kind of slowly doing all of multi-task. them. And, Mom cannot. Well, I cannot multitask. No. So give me one task at a time and it, boom, I'm done. And it's awesome. Okay. But you're so good at it.
1: Like if you have to sew, she'll sew.
0: She's really me. talented. I've, I'm discovering that about <laughs> her. So yeah. So
2: talented. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that used to be my job. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, just, I, I would say The biggest change, and here's the side the side effects, is finally able to lose weight while doing all the things. Like my body is finally, as I'm releasing the metals, I'm releasing the weight because it no longer feels that it has to protect my organs. Right. Um, Which is, you know, it's so crazy. Like people don't realize a lot of times you could be holding on to weight is because your body does not want to release metals into your body especially because we're not designed to be able to detox them. Yeah. We have to help ourselves to detox metal out of your body. Yeah. So now that my body doesn't feel threatened anymore, like, oh no, my, my organs are going to get destroyed by all this, you know, lead floating around and damaging things. It's feeling safe and it's, it's starting to release and it's still slow. It's a slow process. Yeah. I'm still in process. Um, but like, we all are like, we she,
1: all are yeah milestones yeah. yeah. and it's like crazy to see like i don't know my mom used to only wear like feel comfortable in dresses like really long dresses mm. and now she wears pants all the time and she's okay just like <laughs> wearing clothes that she used to and like i don't know it's a small thing but it's a lot, so a lot different. of small things. A yeah. A lot of small things. And it just makes you so happy to It makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it makes me so happy to see like the first time I saw her wearing pants, I like almost cried. I was so <laughs> yeah. happy for her. Oh, that's <laughs>
0: awesome. It had been so long, you know? Yeah. So. That's awesome. So there was a light bulb moment. I remember when you asked me, wait, if I have this load, what do oh. my kids have? And should we test my kid, my girls. Yeah. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about that and then what Rosemary experienced because Rosemary's the firstborn and the firstborn gets mom's most toxic load, you know? Yep. So, yeah, know. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
2: um I mean from working with you and studying um Most of the time, the the majority of the lead that people have is passed down through the mother's microbiome. And um, it's just interesting and sad for the firstborn that they get the the biggest load and then it goes down consecutively. So I decided once I was kind of in a better place, I wanted to get my girls tested um, because since they were young, well, living, they all actually present completely different... um, they struggle with different health things as a result of the lead, which is really interesting. And I think Weird. it's, it's good to point out because it is it's, good it's out. not a cookie cutter thing. Yeah, Like just because I struggle with this one thing doesn't mean that you will, if you have a high lead load. Right. Yeah. So, it's like
0: One toxin gives all these different symptoms. We have that in my family too. Like my mom was osteoporosis and chronic pain and digestive issues. My sister was thyroid and restless legs and mine was perimenopause symptoms. So, you know, everybody, it's the same toxin that's getting passed down, but it's exhibiting different in in each body. Well, it makes sense too. If it's
2: settling in different parts of your brain and in your body, that it would affect different organs. Like for me, it was my HPA axis, (laughs) you know, completely clogged up. Um, But this is really interesting. Um, So science... I like the science part of this. So I got all three girls tested. And of course, Rosemary is the worst. And then Esther, a little bit less. And then there was a huge gap between Esther and Eleanor, my youngest. And I realized this later, I actually lost a child between Mm. Esther and Eleanor. And if you added up the numbers, that child got exactly the load of
0: lead between
2: Esther and Eleanor if he went down. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So we've done a heavy metal test on all you guys and you can see that the lead is in descending order. So you have the most, Rosemary's next and it goes on down. So, so, but Rosemary, it's more than just your, your like officially diagnosed lead levels. Like you knew something wasn't right for you. So talk a little bit because I think, Your story is also impactful because so many people can think that anxiety, depression, anger is just a teenager and that's that's not what it was. So talk a little bit about what you noticed.
1: Yeah. So I developed depression when I was very, very, very young. I was 12, which is absolutely not normal, but to me it was. And I just thought that I was an angry person. I had convinced myself that I was a bad person and that's just how I acted Um, But it was, I was just, I had no energy. I was tired all the time. I was sad all the time. I was hurt and angry for no reason. And then it was kind of just like, I felt nothing for a long, long, long time. So I wasn't, I had kind of lost sense of who I was and like how happy I could be. Mm -hmm. Um, So after starting the, the detox, it was like you said, it's like seeing an old friend again. It's it's so crazy so but cool.
0: yeah. yeah. And and what did Rachel what did you notice like did you kind of start to put two and two together or was it an aha moment when you got her test like did was it a like let's try it and see what happens?
2: Yeah, well, I kind of already knew. I mean, once I <laughs> got, got my test done, it's like, well, if I have this, my kids have it, yeah, you know. Right. Um and so with Rosemary, like she had some very specific things definitely the depression and the mood. I also had my period
1: cycle, which oh, was yeah, really talk really about awful. That. Yeah. So yeah. it was really debilitating. I had asked my mom a few times to go to the doctors to go on birth control, which I don't know. I thought that was the solution because that's what my friends were all doing to fix it. Um, right. And i <laughs> I would have period cycles that would be short. They'd be like five days, but three of them I would be in crippling pain. I would be stuck in bed. I would. I just wouldn't be able to move. I couldn't leave a heating pad. It was just, and I had to miss a lot of school because of it. And I had just accepted that that was part of my reality. And I was trying to fix it in the best ways I could. I would just like take Advil and I would, you know what I mean? I would do all the things you're supposed to do and nothing really helped. So for years, ever since I got my period, it was awful. And it was, it uh yeah. it was not something I was able to deal with on top of the mental issues yeah. because then it's not like I'm choosing to be in my room. I have to be in my room. There's right. no other options. And it sucks. It sucks right. to have to miss out on stuff because you're in pain all day, you know?
0: Yeah. And that's another one of those things that they say, oh well that's just normal like, you know, normal, normal teenage b- nor- stuff. Yeah, normal teenage PMS, normal teenage be. anger. I know. Like if I go back <laughs> to like when, when I was a teenager, yeah, you, I mean, PMS is always kind of a new thing. You're trying to learn how to navigate, but you're not debilitated like that. So, um, and, and I same know thing, a lot
1: of friends were like that. Too. Right?
0: That And and the thing that like shocked me when my daughter went through high school was like, how many kids and teenagers are struggling with anxiety? Oh and my God. It, it, I, there's gotta oh be toxic for that. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's an epidemic that makes sense
1: because of biomagnification. Like it absolutely makes sense why our generation is so toxic and we don't know about it. I had no clue why I was depressed, why all my friends were sad all the time. And it's, it's just, it's something that is very much societally normal now. So I didn't think there could be a medical issue underlying. I just thought that this is the way my brain is. This is the way right. it will be. And I have to be okay with that. And it was a very hard reality to accept that you're just going to be sad. Forever. Especially at,
0: You so. started feeling depression at 12. Is that what you 12. said? Yeah. that's yeah. A, Most 12 it's year olds hard. don't get depressed. That's no. not a normal thing. <laughs> Absolutely so, not. So, okay. So we tested all three girls and then we got, I think we got Rosemary on the detox right away. I think you were like project number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah,
2: I think I got her started. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do all three at the same time.
1: I was on the prep phase for a really long time. The problem, <laughs> yeah. Rosemary
2: can confess about her prep phase. I can confess I was very inconsistent
1: with taking the supplements because I don't know my mind was it's the prep phase so you're not getting any of the let out so my mind was still very much in a very chaotic state I guess yeah, yeah. um so it was very hard to keep any sort of routine I think taking my supplements fell under the umbrella of taking care of myself mm-hmm. and I was really not good at that yeah it, it's still it's still a struggle sometimes but especially especially before I started detoxing it was really hard so even though I knew it was good for me it was just Difficult to bring myself to do it because I didn't really care about my well-being, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I got through the prep phase.
0: <laughs> Which I took I a, a while Yeah, because
2: I'm like, if you can't get through a week, you're starting over. <laughs> so, Ooh, that's so a she good. Ke- oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's good. she kept starting over, so and, over and over and <laughs> over. So by yeah. the time she got on board, the other two were already through a two month. or three weeks of prep. That was a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, so wow. They were like they were ahead of her. we yeah. had a little could, competition going. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We started keeping a little tracker. <laughs> I had, yeah, the, I had on our yeah. whiteboard on the
2: fridge. Yeah, um, and saying, I had to oh write gosh. if
1: I took my pills. I said oh, every, every day oh, okay. you
2: take your pills, you get to put a star.
0: Yeah. I see all the stars, <laughs> you get to go to week two. <laughs> it was like I was in kindergarten, it like back so to fun. the chore, the chore yeah, chart, the chore list. So, but, But something shifted and you're, so talk a little, once you got through prep and we, you went into body and brain, like talk about what shifted because there could be a lot of parents listening to this and going, yeah, that would be my teenager. They wouldn't follow through. And what we really want people to understand is that it was life changing for you. Yeah. So. You want me to talk about like after the? Yeah, how, yeah, how, how well, so body and brain, were those pretty okay. smooth or did you bump through all of um, those?
1: I think they weren't super difficult for me because I was going a lot slower than my mom was. I was taking less supplements less frequently, right. but
2: just I was kind of being babied through the process. Yeah. yeah, that's important to say for the kids because they have to be able to function and yeah. go to school and do their college. work. Yep. They're on what's called the low and slow detox. Yep. Yep. So I had to mentally just say, listen, you just take these supplements first thing in the morning, just think of them, you know, like
0: vitamins. And then at night they take their bind. So that's yep. all they Perfect. had to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we've done that for a lot of a lot of kids, regardless of their age. I actually have an adult right now. He's a CEO of a company and he's like, I can't be off. And yeah. I need to have some kind of um slow and slow. So there is a low and slow. It just takes us a little longer, but that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. But you can really move through your life. So hey resetters, as we step into the new year, I am so thrilled to invite you on an extremely transformative journey with me in my reset academy. So check this out. If you're ready to kickstart your fasting and health journey, which I know so many of you have reached out to us and asked how you customize a fasting lifestyle for you, my Reset Academy is the absolute best place to be. Okay. So you didn't, did you know you run low and slow? Um, yes. My mom definitely okay. made me aware. Yeah. She was like,
1: you're going slower than me. So you're going to be, you're going to be okay. You're going to be able to yeah. go to college. You're going to be able to pay attention. You're going to be able to, you know, still function. And for me, I could function better, which mm-hmm. was crazy. Cause it's just like during the detox, it's not even like after the results are complete or anything, like I'm definitely not done. I'm not clean yeah. yet, but I've already felt, so much better. And the difference was like, when I would go senior year high school, I would wake up and I would just feel like a deep tired in the pit of my stomach. And I wouldn't be able to like, have any energy to go throughout the day to just pay attention to my classes, which sucks because I love school. I love learning. And to have that kind of taken away was really difficult. Um, But I was able to focus a lot better. I was able to have have time after school and still be awake. I was very used to coming home from school at 240 and just going straight to sleep, waking up at five PM, doing all my homework, going back to sleep, because I needed I needed like 14 hours of sleep, which is wow. insane. I and mean, you yeah. should not need that much yeah. sleep. Wait,
0: and that's another thing that we say, oh, you're a teenager. Yeah, you need a lot of sleep. That's but not normal. Yeah. It's really I've interesting how already we needed less sleep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So energy went up. How? What about energy mental health? What did Mental you know?
2: health
1: was tremendously impacted. Um, so I had been. I had told you I've been like depressed since I was twelve. So I was very used to this just being who I am, and my mental state is just always like that. I was always kind of on the verge of breaking down, um, which you shouldn't feel always on the verge. Just, I I kind of like think of it like this. I was just making it through the day over and over and over again. But once I started the detox, I was able to not just make it through the day, but look forward to the next one, which (laughs) I know that's not like a huge concept, but to me it was because I'd never, never been able to look forward to the future. And I never wanted to like keep looking forward to the future. So I think, I think it really impacted everything because I would just, I'd be able to get up in the morning and I'd be happy. And, um, my mom still drives me to college, but I don't want to give that up because it's a little time we get to spend together. Um, So (laughs) I would like be able to wake up in the morning and we'd make our coffees and Mm -hmm. we'd drive and I'd just be happy and be talking to her and it would be
2: a nice day, you know? You know what? You could see a light kind of come on in her eye. Yeah. It was, it was finding
1: myself
0: again. It was kind of waking up from a really long. Oh my gosh. I love that. If we get people, um, a lot of families in our clinic that will bring us their kids of all different ages. And when they, you know, we know they're coming in and when they walk in, you can look at their eyes. And I always say to my staff, like lights are off. Do you see Mm -hmm. that? Like their lights are off. The lights
1: are off when you're like looking at the floor and you're just trying not to be present. I think for me, that's how Yeah, it there's
0: a look. And then all of a sudden you go to detox and boom, the lights are back on. It happens to adults too, but especially to kids. We've seen it with concussions. Like some of our families will bring their kids in post-concussion and I'll be like, oh yeah, lights off. Let's we got to do this, 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 and this. So I love the lights on lights off because I think it's a really important thing for us to realize is that when the brain is packed with heavy metals, it does not function normally. And with those metals, what can the anger and the anxiety and all of the reactivity that we would call teenage years can be heightened because of those metals stimulating the brain so deeply. Yeah. There were
1: a lot of like little things too. Like I noticed I would look people in the eye instead of looking at the, floor all the time, which again is little, but like, to me, that was something and confidence, confidence, confidence. And I stopped kind of, I very much had this anxiety where I overanalyzed how people would look at me all the time. And I was super scared of how people would decide who I was because of, Mm. I don't know, just seeing me. And I stopped really caring about that as much. And I kind of dress how I want now. And I kind of present how I want now, you know, and just taking that power back is tremendous. And I've kind of felt like a whole new person. It's, it's really incredible. And I want people to know that like, if, if your kid is not the person who they really are right now, because of mental health, it's not, it's not their fault. They don't want to be mean. They don't want to act like that. It's it's really just they're in the fog and it's going to take some work to get them into the light, but they want to be there. They want to be there so badly. It's just hard for them to force themselves there because, you know, when you're in it, you can't see the way out.
0: You know? Oh my gosh. So beautifully said. Yeah. So beautifully said. <laughs> you know, I, when my daughter was going through high school I, and I kept hearing of all her friends that would like drop out of school for anxiety and were yeah. or, or really medicated. I, I remember asking her like, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't like our generation didn't have that. Like no. what is going on? And then, you know, you go to look at it and you say, okay, well maybe it's social media and sure that could be a part of it. It's a part yeah. but. Maybe it's, it's it. getting into college right now is more difficult. Maybe that could be a part of it. But There's we have a, a lot of stresses. But. And we have a, this generation of kids that are really struggling. Yeah. And I think that it's the, the pressures on them mixed with social, uh, social media, but it's, the, it's that you're dealing with a toxic brain. And the toxic brain, and by the toxic, I don't mean their thoughts are toxic. I mean like literally toxins in the brain. And you're putting them in this intense environment now. It is called, intense. It's so called intense. high school. Yeah. And, yeah. and boof. Like <laughs> now you've got a kid that's not themselves. So that was so
2: well said. Um, Dr. Mindy, do you mind like just talking really quickly about how Um, how it works when the metal comes into the brain and how it can cause um, anxiety or depression in our children? Like what what happens? Because I feel like most people have no idea. If you're just like, oh, there's metal in the brain that causes
0: anxiety. Well, why? Yeah. Well, it really depends on where in the brain it goes to. So if it goes to the areas, the first place typically it goes to is the area that controls hormones. So pituitary, hypothalamus, Uh, pineal gland because there's no barrier. There's no protective barrier. So even in Rosemary's story, you hear that she said like her periods and her PMS was really off. So the lead was stored in the bones. She goes through this big hormonal swing. It goes up into the brain and it starts to impact hormones even more because it goes to the part of the brain that doesn't have this protection. But as those, the lead keeps coming out, now it goes into places like the, um, the hippocampus, which is memory and mood. So it starts to affect mood. Um, each metal acts a little differently. So mercury, I always think of mercury as like it's a stimulant. And so these kids are just agitated already and now you put them sitting in class you put them in a social media situation and they're easy to like the anger you talked about they're easy to get their nervous system riled up because they already are in a place where the where the neurons that the dendrites the part of the brain that is carrying information is already overstimulated so, and then lead. I think of lead as like it's kind of slow. It's I, I call it a dumber downer. I mean, I I say that with love because that was my my metal. But lead, it's at the sits at the end of these dendrites that are carrying information. And it stops the information from going across. So it stops the signals from releasing? Okay. Exactly. So you you see it in people when they're like talking to you. Mercury is usually the people that are like talking, 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 talking in circles because they're super wound up. Lead are the people that are talking to you and they're like, what was I going to say? That's so <laughs> mean. That's so mean. I, I would be what like I driving. You? I literally yeah. would
2: be driving down the freeway and forget where I was going. And I'd have yeah. to pull over and look at my calendar. Yeah. I mean, that's yep. so bad. <laughs> yeah. Mom's yeah, memory was not good.
1: It was a not good. Time. <laughs> I would like ask her one thing the day before and then the next day she'd be like, you never talked to me about that. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, yes, I did. <laughs> yep. That's
0: true. And so, my, so mine was, was less and I my family used to always say like we're we're waiting for you to finish the story I, like, <laughs> I wouldn't even realize that I would say it I'd just be telling the story and then I just stop in the middle of the story and they're like we're still listening to you mom we're still listening and I'm like oh sorry I guess what was I saying like it's really interesting but once you get those out like you just start to see that they're oh wow that wasn't me that wasn't yeah. like it was the metals. So. Oh, Rosie, you should talk about now how your cycle is. So she's been been low.
2: Yeah. She's been low and slow for six months. So it's only been six months, but these are some of the changes. So now I think it's, I'll be in bed
1: for like one day and it's not as cripplingly painful. It's still painful to where I'm not up and walking around, but it's not like where I feel like I have nausea the entire day. And if I would stand, I would like get vertigo and throw up, but it's not like it's not that way anymore. Um, definitely now it is, um, it's more manageable Mm -hmm. and even though it's not perfect yet, it's so much better. And I'm very, very thankful for that.
0: Yeah. That's great. And what about your mental health? Do you feel like, I mean, the thing I think that people should understand is you probably still get depressed. You probably still get some yeah. anxiety, yeah. but it, it, it comes and does it come and go quicker?
1: Um. Okay. So, if we're being very honest, this like situation currently has been very oh. difficult for my mental health. Um, yeah. Definitely, because we lost our routine and routine was very, very good for my mental state. It kept me focused on the little individual things I needed to get done for that day. And then I had kind of the reward times where I just would get to see my friends and I'd go to shows and I would get to do fun things like go to road trips up to LA and like stuff like that, which is really fun for me. But now that's kind of not there anymore. So my mental health is definitely not where it was before all of this situation, but I'm not going to say that, um, I don't know, the decline is because of the detoxing. They're completely,
0: you know, Yeah, quarant- we're in, just so our listeners know, we're in quarantine, most of us. Yeah, no. we're in quarantine right I, now. I think, my, I think my mental health has been going a little awry as yeah. well. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. definitely been a weird time. It's a weird time. excusing this weird
1: time, um, I think my mental health has been a lot I don't know how to say it except clearer. It's 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 as if I can see and function in a way that I wasn't able to for years and years and years and years. And so it felt like I was a very different person for a while and then I just realized I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that was a very strange concept to me like I could be happy for short periods of time when I'm doing fun stuff, but this was just my existence is happy, and I realized I'm a positive person. Yes, and for years I had had this identity in my brain where I was just a negative, sad person, and I was angry all the time, and I didn't deserve to have friends. But. Now I realize I do deserve to have friends and I, my body issues have gotten a lot better. Like my, my self image. And it's, it's crazy how many little things your brain can affect. I actually like suffered for a really long time with an awful body image. Like I would look in the mirror and I would see one thing. And then the second I'd turn away, it would like morph in my head and I would think that I looked completely different. And now I look in the mirror And I look away and it's the same person. And it's so crazy that so many things can be affected by the lead in your brain. But it makes sense. Like if... If the dendrites can't send out their signals, like how
0: are you supposed to get the happy hormones? Yep. There's something called mad hatter's disease, which was years ago where, yeah, where with mercury, they say that people go as as mad as a hatter and you know, that's exactly right. So your story is incredible. And (laughs) you know, one of the, one of the things that your mom and I are really passionate about is that if we can get to the younger generation, what we do is we detox you now and we stop the passing on. Of toxins as yep. each generation goes on. I think there just needs to be more education
1: mm-hmm, because probably. no one in my age group understands about like lead toxicity and poisoning by metals because. You understand in mass amounts, like, oh, if you live next to a bunch of, I don't know, you live next to a mine and then there's like the remains of the metals, of course you're gonna get sick. It's in the water, it's in the food. But people aren't realizing that because of like biomagnification, that the tiny amounts that like our ancestors got through the lead pipes and stuff, well, now they're ours and we still have a lot. And you know, and there's microplastics within us because of our toxic environment. There's just, it makes sense if you really think about why we have all of this, but no one has really pondered it yet because we're just told the conventional doctored roots, like you go and you try and put a Band-Aid on a deeply rooted cause, you know, a deeply rooted issue. Um, So if you try and just medicate, like let's say I went on birth control, that wouldn't have fixed my mood, that wouldn't have fixed my body image, that wouldn't have fixed anything, it just would have put more hormones into me and that would have overwhelmed my body more. So I think there just needs to be more, (laughs) more awareness. People need to understand that there is, there are rooted causes and that our environment really, really, really affects us because our bodies take in everything and our cells were not programmed to be able to take out like metals out of our cells or 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 plastics those substances are far too dense for our cells to be able to destroy in the lysosomes like we can't we can't do that (laughs) it's too much so I wish I wish people I think there needs to be more of a social media movement where people are aware yeah
0: I need to get you with my daughter because we we we've been saying that for a long time that you know We, uh, your mom and I are on a mission to get this information out and there. I, I do see the younger generation taking it to their own generation and teaching them. So, yeah. Um, so incredible. And you're so articulate with it. <laughs> Thank it's you. Incredible. I'm like sitting there, I'm like, Oh my gosh, we're going to turn her, we're going to turn <laughs> her into some kind of holistic doctor. or a well, doctor. The Obermans <laughs> just said she needs to be a chiropractor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: Still waiting, but currently going to major in biology and literature. So oh, go. <laughs> it's going to work out well.
0: <laughs> it's, it's the first. It's the first step because we need forward-thinking people in in the world sense. of healthcare. So you you go get that biology major. <laughs> we we'll, we'll talk. In a, we'll talk in a couple of years. We'll Talk so. in like four to six years.
1: You know, that's, quite, hard that's because, right. Because
2: um, you know, Rosemary is going through this process, and she does talk to her friends about it. And basically, you don't get a lot of positive. No probably. positivity yeah. back. It's, it's, it's just like, easy. even living in California and, you know, being a crazy Californian, it's just, even this is too crazy Yeah. for yeah. that, you know? Yeah,
0: you know, uh, Rosemary, I got, I had chronic fatigue when I was 20. And so it's I had a whole, so uh, it was horrible. And I had a, a holistic doctor put me on a gluten-free diet, which back then was like, you might as well have like, you know, walked around like you were an alien. Like nobody <laughs> yeah. knew- <laughs> Nobody wanted me over for dinner. Nobody understood <laughs> me. People thought I was crazy. So you're just, you know, so what we are now, 30 years later, three years from now, everybody will be de- detoxing because they're going to be forced to, uh, to it just to understand. To be yeah. So give it time. It will be normalized. And you guys, both of your stories are incredible. <laughs> so, okay. So let's finish up with this. I love all my podcast interviews. I love to finish up with... If you had one message for the world, one message that you could shout from the rooftops, uh, and it can be on anything. It doesn't have to be on toxicity. What would it be? Do you want to go first or me? Um,
1: I think for me, especially for girls my age, stop comparing yourself to other people because then you're going to be the harshest critic on yourself because you are the observer and you are the object. And if you observe yourself with the same harshness you're judging and observing others, you're going to feel so bad about yourself. So, so bad. So just try and watch what you think and try to um, silence yourself if you're saying something negative about someone else, because you're going to just put that negativity back onto yourself and your own self-image, and then everyone's going to feel horrible. So... That is my message. <laughs> it's a great
0: message. It's a great message. I love it. Okay, Rachel, what's your message? Uh, okay, so my
2: message is specifically directed towards women and mothers. Um I feel like as women and mothers, we just give so much of ourselves to everyone around us and um okay, so twofold. Number 1, your health is important. And um regardless of all the people you take care of, it's okay to take care of yourself. It's more Mm. than okay. Like you need to take care of yourself so that you can live a long and healthy life and be there for the people that you love and care about. You need to be very proactive about that. And then the part two of that is that there's hope. There's absolutely hope. And that has been the light in my journey and in fact one year um, my brother andrew gave me a little pin and it said embrace hope and that became like my motto for the year because if you're going from doctor to doctor to doctor and you have no hope you get so drained what like like that's what keeps you moving forward yeah. and so my encouragement is there is hope there is a root cause there is a deep issue and you can find it and you're going to have to be your own doctor. You're going to have to be your own person. You're going to have to read what you can, embrace what you can, and just research research what you can, you know, and um, use other people with with stories like ours and see if it relates to you in some way. And I mean, that's how I found Dr. Mindy to begin with. And once you have that spark of hope, then you can move forward. And the second thing in regards to mothers, um, and they see their children who are struggling at young ages with, you know, extreme eczema, dental issues, mental health issues, you know, all of these things, there's a reason. And it's not because you're a bad mother and it's not because, you know, they're lazy in school. Like there's, there's a reason nowadays, our children are suffering at much younger and younger ages. And so I want to give you that hope and that capacity as well to dig into their health and to, to release them of, of those health issues as well. So, Oh my gosh. You guys, my so,
0: <laughs> you guys are so articulate. I just love the way you put words together. I, do you know that my, I named my daughter's middle name is Hope? Oh, I love you. Yeah. So, so I, I, my grandmother's name was Hope. And I just loved the concept, but I love the idea behind hope. Because yeah. if you don't have hope, you know, you have nothing. And it all starts, that's that first step is hope. So, well, it's living.
2: Hope yeah. is a living thing. The energy yeah.
0: is yeah. alive. So
2: that's you guys are awesome You're
0: awesome so thank you so much and rosemary thank you for coming and just thank being so me. yeah being so transparent is really important because you will you can speak to your generation differently than your mom and I can as, and, as long as I um, can help
1: others it's worth yeah, it
0: yeah it's beautiful okay love you guys love thank you, you so thank much you. Thank you thank you. <laughs> okay
1: out You eat ketobiotic and your microbiome shouts. That's what it's all about. You put fast cycling in. You take over eating out. You put the good fats in. Trying seven fast types out. You download Carb Manager where your food is all crafted out. That's what it's all about.
0: That's what resetting is all about. Oh